0: 皆さん、こんにちは、and welcome to Shogo's podcast. So, today, guys, I've been thinking about this for a while now, but I really wanted to Give you more information about the Kyoto Hidden Gem series that I make in this podcast channel. Now, um, I really feel because some of the videos I have to show to the shops and such, I tend to say mostly positive positive things, you know, in my videos and such. And of course, I mean, I do want the shops that I actually work with to, um, you know, get more customers or get more money or more money and such. And of course, as I've been telling you in the in my previous podcasts, that if I really really don't like a facility, I can't. I will. I'll quit posting it no matter how much time and money we use to film the video because you know again I want to be really honest with my viewers you know I'm your friend right so I don't want to be betraying any, any of my friends so I would never want to do that but still um there are like sometimes where I, I'm at I'm at the point where I'm like well well it's not like where we should completely quit posting but there were some things that we were a little bit not completely satisfied or some. Or things like that, you know. Sometimes, so I thought it could it'd be it could be good if I could uh, kind of introduce it to you guys who are sub subscribe to my sub channel too. There's only you know a few uh, thousand people listening to this, so I thought I wanted to provide you something special. So I wanted to uh, teach, uh, tell, teach you. well <laughs> will just uh, tell you guys, share with you guys um, how the experience really was like. And so recently, we posted a video of us visiting uh, Yoshisada-san, The the knife shop, the kitchen knife shop. Well, you know, I've been saying the kitchen knife shop, but they're basically a knife shop that makes a lot of different types of whole chill knives. So they're not just a kitchen knife shop. But anyways, I wanted to give you some actual information about them. And um, to be really honest with you guys, we loved the place. And the people, you know, the people were just really awesome. They were just really, really cool. And the products were just simply great. Mm, yeah, so um, I'm a little bit sorry to have to tell you guys these things. Um, you know, I might have tricked you a little bit in my main videos and such. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just going to just gonna be quitting this year. So sorry. So my first, uh, what should I say, behind the scenes kind of podcast for Kyoto Hidden Gems, I just want to tell you that your sara song was amazing. Literally amazing from the front side to the back side flipping it over everything was great um, First of all, of course their quality. It was great. We're still using um they are the, on uh, their whole show their knives today when we do our cooking of course um the people They gave us gifts, you know their precious kitchen knives as gifts. They gave Tomoko did it too and they just handed out four kitchen knives for us just because we make we we're going to be making a video for them. And also how much knowledge the president had. He is—he was actually a actually mystery Amaguchi too, so he was has the same last name as me. But uh, how much knowledge he had, experience he had, how much passion he had towards making the knives was really great. Now, to be honest, really honest with you guys, there are quite a lot of um, cultural experiences or facilities like shops and such where we go to ask them questions and they literally don't know anything. No, seriously, they're just... They're just doing it because, you know, if they look like they're senseis or if they look like they're professionals, you know, customers will just come, you know, without asking anything. And it's really sad with some some people actually get a little bit angry too when we ask them questions because they're like, why, do, why why don't just guys just shut up and do the experience kind of thing sometimes? No, seriously, these things happen, you know. But Yos Sarasan, they he literally answered everything. He gave us like 150% of you know information because he just a- answers me so much more than I have asked him questions right and so everything was great you know the people there the quality of the knives uh, the there how friendly they are to uh, foreign travelers and such you know and they are uh, open to social media pictures videos are all okay and they actually challenge themselves in crowdfunding so they're really open-minded uh, even though it seems there's not many young workers there anymore, they're really open-minded to new systems and new technology, and I just felt, well, these are, these kind of people are gonna, are the kind of shops that are gonna be surviving in the next generation too. But, um, if there's one thing that I could secretly tell you guys about, is that, uh, <laughs> I really feel that this is, uh, what should I say, the kind of information that only I, literally only I in Japan can, um, Send out to the world. But a lot of people, now a lot of people have been telling me in the comments of that video where we went to Yoshida-san. A lot of people told me, "Well, Shogo, you should have gone to well, for example, a really famous." Oh you know, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna be saying the specific name. Sorry. <laughs> well, if you go to the comments, you'll find a few people saying, "I went. I, I went to this shop. Why didn't you introduce them? I went to this shop. Why don't you go to their shop?" You know that kind of stuff. And to be really honest with you guys, I'm. Not, I'm not gonna be saying the specific names. That's a little bit too um. You know, it's just unfair. I think so. But um, these. It's the same with katana shops too, but these kitchen knife shops, I guess it tends to be how, what should I say, many of craftsmen are in Japan? I don't want to, you know, I don't like labeling anyone, but it, to make a long story short, they were really, really um, cold when we asked them if we can film a video. We basically sent them an email, they completely ignored it, we gave them a phone call, and we said, uh, we're running this YouTube channel, we would love to um, introduce the culture of kitchen knives in your shop to the world, and they were like, huh, what do you want? Uh, Uh, no, no, not interested, not interested, and it just hung up kind of thing. And that's not one shop, by the way, that's not one shop. There was multiple shops that did that to us. And uh, even in other fields, not just kitchen knives, um, kitchen knives or craftsmen, there are some people who do that to us, like restaurants, who completely ignore us. And uh, I get what they're... Um, what should I say? I I, com- I do understand them, you know. Like, whenever you see, like, commercials or, like, spam mails, emails, you know, you just want to immediately delete it. I think that's kind of what they're feeling, you know. Oh, there's, there's another you know company or whatever is trying to you know take money from us or something and they just want to hang up as soon as possible because they're busy and I completely understand that but at the same time though um I just really felt that this really rude you know and I I'm, we're not here to say that we want to sell anything to them or take any money from them we didn't even say anything like that you know and um, as a business I really feel that um if we say if something that they, even if it was something that they really are not interested in and they want to hang up as soon as possible, there is a different attitude that they should have if they're running a business. So anyways, um, to be honest, out of all the Kyoto, um, the shops in Kyoto that are selling kitchen knives, yostara was the only place that accepted us. We contacted basically almost every kitchen knife shop in Kyoto and I, I don't wanna say that all of them acted like that. You know, the the attitude that I just in, introduced, explained. But um yeah, san was the only place that accepted us. Just like the katana shops, the only place that accepted us to film the videos was Toda Tosan Dosan, right? Um to make it really clear, though, for katana shops, most uh, I contacted like five or six places, and um, except for Tosa san and there were some really, really polite places. Like I sent them an email, they they gave me a phone call, telling me that we're really, really sorry. It's it's our fault. We don't have enough English skills to accept any. Um, guests from overseas so i'm really sorry this is this was a great occasion but um i'm really sorry i have to to on what should i say uh deny your offer yeah kind of thing and there were no uh in-play people yeah but i just wanted to say that uh, if you go to these i want to make another thing clear too if you go to these shops in kyoto the it's shops that kind of like you know just uh very uh, roughly, roughly <laughs> rejected us. If you go to these shops, the quality of their products were great, were great. But I just wanted to say to the comments of the people saying, sure, why didn't you introduce these places? Um, the answer is because we weren't allowed to, and they didn't really make us feel that good either. Yeah. So just like this, um, whenever we, or, or recently we've been thinking of lessening the number of Kyoto Hidden Gem series we make um so whenever we make a kyoto hidden gem series this is kind of like an omake talk kind of thing yeah but i wanted to uh talk a little bit more um about the kyoto hidden gems because um especially because there's going to be gradually i bet there's going to be more people being able to come to kyoto and japan and actually buying and going to these experiences right so i thought yeah I'll, i'll add some additional information yeah so personally personally if you are really interested in buying kitchen knives. Um, again, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I have no, no, even if you go there and buy something, I do not gain any extra profit or anything. But personally, mm, I would really recommend you san I mean, I know about the other shops. I've been there. I have recommended those shops before too, but personally from what my what my experience is, what I've experienced, I would definitely say your san would be great and not possibly, you know, um, I guess that's how I feel because I was hurt, you know, by them. But yeah, this is uh, the kind of information I wanted to tell you. Uh, In the future, if you make another Kyoto Hidden Gems, I'll like to uh, give you more information too. Um, The next one we'll be making... I think uh, we still haven't decided yet, but there's a lot of other videos that we haven't been able to edit yet even though we filmed it like about a half a year ago. It just takes so much time to, you know, do the editing. We make so many videos, we film so many videos all the time, so... The one that I guess I'm really looking forward to introducing to you guys is I guess Kyoto would be a really good place that we went to. It was great. A Quito experience, also the sushi experience was great. Um, we say experience, but we didn't actually make the sushi. The sushi chefs made it in front of us. That was a really great experience, too. And there's quite a lot coming on. I mean, the the one where uh, Harumi transformed into an oiran was really fun, too. So, yeah, there's a lot to come, so I hope we can look forward to it. All right, thank you so much, you guys. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know that there's a lot of people studying Japanese willing to come to Japan to travel, study or work, or even train in traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to try to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out their new generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do that, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 2 million subscribers by January 2023, my main channel, so all your likes and comments will help to boost my videos to new viewers have never seen my channel before, so it'd be great if you could help me out. Yes, Just a uh, thank you Shogo comment would be great, anything is fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, someone was telling me like, well I don't know what I should write in the comments, just it'd be great if you could just say thank you for the video Shogo, or some people write a comment saying comment by the way. <laughs> Just to just to support me, you know. So anything is really really fine. Um just a simple thank you or if you can like a part of the video that you liked or couldn't agree, for example, to be great too. Yeah. Any any comment is okay. Maybe comment saying comments okay too. So anything is a little okay. So I've been looking forward to all your your comments too. And um Today is actually our meeting day when I'm recording this. So we're going to be uh, talking more about our new design for the merchandise. I'm really excited. I hope a artist will accept us. We'll see how that goes. But uh, anyways, um, I really hope you can look forward to it. And Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon, guys. Bye.